This is 105.9 The Region, COVID-19, the facts to help you plan and not panic. Not panic, planning, and an 845 recognizing uh, leadership where it's due, someone who I don't think is sleeping very much lately, uh, very lately um, because of all the work and extra hours he's putting in to make sure everything's running smoothly in the city. The mayor of the city, Mark and Frank Serapiti, joining us this morning. Frank, how are you, my friend? Not too bad, Jim, and hello to you, and uh, hello to everyone, and I hope everyone is, is coping well and, and had an enjoyable uh, Easter weekend. Here, here, um, we heard the disturbing story about participation house Markham, uh, where a number of residents and staff were confirmed with COVID-19, and then there was a critical shortage of staffing for the residents, and then you stepped up and uh, put out the call that you needed help, and people heeded that call. It was actually uh, on Friday, that I, uh, Friday morning, that I found out uh, that Participation House was uh, facing a couple of issues. First, the, the major one, uh, the critical shortage of, of staff and the ability to look after the residents, and then the concern uh, from some of the staff that uh, not all items, they actually had uh, enough masks, but uh, items like aprons and safety glasses and uh, you know, personal protective equipment that they needed and wanted to make sure that that wasn't an issue for the for some of the staff to, to come back to work. So, yeah, I put out an SOS, an emergency call, uh, in an effort to try and get people to come forward. I got on the phone through email, and the response was just uh, amazing. I mean, we had large corporate giants like uh, MLSE, Canadian Tire, TELUS, Layuna, the... Uh, the labor union, and of course uh, Haley Wickenheiser and uh, Conquer COVID-19, Harding Display locally here, Kingdom Developments, and the list goes on and on. Uh, MPs, uh, people came forward, and it was just uh, it was actually overwhelming to see the the uh, donations come in. And not a surprise that she seems to be everywhere these days in Markham Unionville. Dr. Jean Philpot pitching in as well. Yeah, so I think uh, the real disturbing part. Actually, I, I think it's disgusting is that uh, here we are on on Monday morning, something that uh, uh, Participation House faced on Thursday night uh, with staff, uh, the critical shortage of staff. Uh, here we are still Monday morning and trying to get that resolved. And, uh, you know, there's been uh, people working on it. Um, I, uh, I had spoken to Minister Todd Smith, and I thank him for reaching out on on um, Saturday to kind of see where things were at, and uh, and I know the Central Lynn has been working, but uh, yesterday to get a call from uh, Shelley Brillinger saying, look, uh, I know people are working at this, but we're still facing the critical shortage of staff. The skeleton staff that are PH are, are overworked uh, physically and emotionally, um, drained, and uh, we still need help. And so um, I know one of the people that Shelley reached out to as well was uh, MP, former MP Jane Philpot, uh, who is a doctor and uh, was uh, chief of the medical staff at Markham Stovall Hospital. So again, with uh, both her experience and her connection trying to help out, uh, yesterday uh, I reached out to the Premier, uh, which in turn uh, got a chance to speak to Minister Todd Smith again. And we hope now that through Markham Stovall Hospital, there'll be some uh, some staff support. But uh, I think it's absolutely disgusting that they had to go three full days 
uh, without getting additional staff support in there. Um, I know, uh, you know, we were supposed to have learned a lot from SARS, and I'm, I'm sure we did. But uh, some days I shake my head and wonder, did we learn enough? You know, Frank, I think about participation house, senior centers, long-term care centers. For, for so long, they've been asking for help, asking for fundraising. And a lot of people just sort of ignored it. it it's in, in, this is a dark time, though, Frank. But in a lot of ways, it's just opening eyes to people around Markham, around this country, that they do need help. They do need funding. They do need support. They do, and uh, certainly they, they need it at the best of times. And uh, certainly right now we're, we're facing one of the worst uh, times. And, and again, it was just incredible to see the response from the community, not just with donations. I mean, they've been flooded with offers of help. I had a gentleman from the Niagara region who was a former culinary uh, teacher saying, look, I'll come by. Uh, help out with some of the cooking. I just need a place to stay. And it wasn't so much because of the distance he had to come. He, uh, he had a wife or has a wife that's recovered uh, from, from cancer treatments and didn't want to put her at risk. These are the types of, uh, of offers that they've had. Julie Hall Fusco, who you know with those dear friends who looks after uh, disabled uh, adults in our community, runs a day program for it. She came forward as a as a PSW to to come forward and, and help out, so absolutely, um, you know, humanity has its way of, uh, you know, I think on the weekend we we've uh, and and through this been reminded how precious life is, but how beautiful the human experience can be when it's called into action. And uh, on that on that front, Jim, I just want to mention that uh, you know on the weekend this is the third time now. Uh, certainly this weekend was a, a real major public call for donations, but over the past few weeks, uh, we've had to help out uh, Mark Haven, uh, Bethany Lodge uh, in Markham also was running short of supplies uh, a week ago and, and spent the better part of, of Sunday reaching out to people. Again, the response uh, was, was phenomenal. And but it's it's just with what happened on the weekend, it's made me realize we need to be in a better position to respond when our local health institutions are are running low, and hopefully they won't be running low uh, now that more supplies have reached Canada and, and Ontario. Uh, but tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, we are launching the Markham Cares Donation Center. And people can drop off uh, protective, personal protective equipment, masks, glasses, uh, um, gowns, um, booties, whatever they have that would help the healthcare workers. We want to try and have a supply on hand so that when, if uh, any of our local institutions face the crisis that uh, that uh, Participation House faced with uh, with supplies. Uh, we can respond in a much more uh, efficient manner. So that will be open uh, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. It's going to run 9 to 12 each day, Tuesday to Saturday for the next two weeks. And uh, Markham residents can and companies can come by and, and drop off uh, supplies there so that when we hear about these things, we're in a position to respond right away. Well said, Frank. Thanks for your leadership in this and continue the great work. And we'll get through it as we work together. Thank you. And tomorrow night, uh, I'm having the mayor's meetup. And I'll just say, go to the City of Markham website or any of my social media, and you'll find out how you can join a, basically a town hall, the mayor's meetup. And we'll have Dr. Kirji, who's the medical officer of health, 
Andy Taylor, our Chief Administrative Officers, Officer, and you can get questions to hashtag AskArkitty in advance, and uh, certainly the community can come together and support each other through the Mayor's Meetup tomorrow night at 7 p.m. And thank you to 105.9 for the great work that you've done in highlighting issues and providing information. The one thing that's for sure, uh, we are in this together, and I think when we're able to talk and support each other and do the things that are right, uh, we will come out of it together as well. Well said. Thanks, Frank. We'll talk soon. Take care. Thank you, Jeff.